If you've ever felt like your special forces training is underappreciated and that local law enforcement agency is disrespecting your exemplary military service, you may just need to hold yourself up in an abandoned mine shaft, take a beat, and listen to Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, Metahuman destruction on a global scale. And psychopathic serial hauntings. There's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. There we go. You know, it may be the second season, but the explosion is remaining the same. It's still exciting every time. I don't know. It's my favorite part We're of the show, really. Amused. We can't we ever change amused. the opening because if we do, that explosion's gone, and I, I don't know if there's any point in recording podcasts anymore. Yeah, I'd just be sad. Wait, wait, you know, it'd be very sad. So what's going on, Larry? Larry! I'm Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little confused. <laughs> What is happening right now? I don't now? know. I know what you want. You're like, I, I am thought, Loop. I, I am Larry. This is Guardians of Geek. I got a little thrown off there. He's just like throwing Larry. What is happening? I don't know. It's going to be one of, the, one of those kinds of shows. <laughs> yeah. Woo. So, welcome oh, to Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. I don't know what's going on. Episode 17. Here we go. Yeah. Let's, okay. We got Everybody. lots going on in the show. It's going to be power pack. So, what's been going on lately? Oh, this is... Is, we got we got some kind of exciting news to uh, to share with everybody here with uh, with our listeners. We were recently invited to our very first Comic Con. Uh, we are going to be uh, live recording <laughs> at the Deep River Geek Fest, nice. which is located near Ottawa next May. So May coming up in uh, 2020. Uh, Loop and Larry will be at Deep River Geek Fest. Uh, and we're going to be talking to some very exciting people. Um, I, I think it's it's probably okay to talk a little bit about uh, what's happening there. This is the 50th anniversary of Hilarious House of Frightenstein. Right. So the theme of Geek Fest this year is just that. So they've got some really cool, exciting people from uh, Hilarious House of Frightenstein. And as you know from listening to po- this podcast before, Loop and I are massive Hilarious house friends. Yeah, I, I've watched some of them because they're on Crave right now because yes. they've uploaded all like 130, 130 episodes. Yeah, so yeah. they're on there. So I've watched a few of them so far, and I'm just gonna I pick away at them when I have some time. Like it's like yeah. it'll take me a while to get through all 130. It's but a lot. It's, uh, it's a lot. Big I commitment. Till May. I've got That's till right. May to watch every episode. <laughs> That's right. But the so, uh, uh, it's interesting just already in the first episode, like how it's uh, there's so many characters already, uh, and I'm like I gotta really pay attention to this. They just jump right in. They yeah. just jump right in, and it just gets wackier from there. The only unfortunate bit is that because of all of the music rights that they, uh, that uh, the music, the music that they used during yeah. uh, the Wolfman's scenes, right? Um, there were no copyright um, contracts, I guess, written at the time, <laughs> or, yeah. so they just played this stuff, and of course now they can't. So yeah. none of the music is included in the uh, the shows that they've uploaded to Crave. So unfortunately, you don't get Jumpin' Jack Flash every second show. <laughs> yeah, so that's the only unfortunate bit. But everything else is there. Griselda, you got the Count, you got Igor, you got Frank, you got them all. They're all there. Yeah, and, it's going to be awesome. This, uh, yeah. this Comic-Con will be a lot of fun. It's going to be so much fun, and we're super excited to be there. Uh, so we'll we'll keep you posted if uh, as more information comes out. But if you're in the Ottawa area next May, please come by to the Deep River Geek, Geek Fest. Say hi to Loop and Larry and all of the uh, exciting House of Frightenstein stuff that's going to be going on. Yeah, and uh, on a sad note, uh, we're just going to take a little... Yeah, I'm not sure how you transitioned yeah, there. I don't, know, I don't know how that goes, but <laughs> we, it should be mentioned that since our last podcast, uh, Sig Haig died. He did, yes. Which, is, which uh, he died on September 21st, and uh, I didn't realize he'd been acting since 1960. He's been around for a long time, so if you're unfamiliar with Sid Haig, he... His most recent claim to fame was um, as Captain Spaulding in uh, Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects and the upcoming uh, Three Three from Hell, which is the yeah, which the, I think is out already. But it might, yeah, it actually yeah, might it was be in limited release. I think yeah. So he uh, he that was his sort of most recent claim to fame. So he was this demented clown, and and it's it's one of the greatest sort of horror. Um, 
uh, villains, like one of the horror horror characters that's come out in quite a while. So yeah. that was pretty exciting. But he's been in all kinds of things. Yeah, like uh, he's been stuff from like Batman the series, like way yeah. back Gunsmoke. Yes, like his, 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 he reaches back, like Man mm-hmm. from Uncle. And I'm a big fan of the black exploitation sort of series yep. of stuff. Like, uh, Foxy Brown, Coffee Shaft. He's in a lot, all of those. Yeah, uh, Buck Rogers. Oh right, yes, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think Tarantino even brought him back for Jackie Brown. Did, yeah, he, he yeah. was, and he was in uh, Kill Bill Two. That's right. As yeah, well, yeah. So. so he had one of those. Uh, Tarantino um, career uh, like uh, resuscitations. Yeah, just, <laughs> I think he's just probably one of those actors that's like been around, been yeah. in a lot of stuff, and respected. And a lot of the a lot of the directors just want to use him, even if it's in the limited sort of role. Absolutely, respect and his body of work. Loop and I got to the chance to meet him at uh, Fan Expo a few years back, and he was a he was a genuinely nice guy. Like he's a he's a good guy. He loved the fans and. Uh, so you know, as grizzled and angry as he looks on screen, <laughs> he, he he was a genuinely good person. So it's sad that he's uh, that he's no longer with us, but we do have his body of work to go back and look at. So yeah, I can watch it anytime. I watched yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses uh, fairly recently, so I suggest you go back, watch that film, and see like an incredible performance. Yeah. You think it's time for the pop five? Absolutely. All right. So the pop five is when we take a look at. Uh, sort of the five trending things that are going on. We just started it in the last episode. Instead of the news, this will take place of it. And sometimes it's as long as our old news. But we'll sometimes see. <laughs> longer. You never really know. Well, let's check it out. What's hot? We'll tell you what's hot. It's the Loop and Larry Pop Five. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so pumpy. Pop. Pumpy. It's very poppy. It's poppy. That's lots, that's what I meant to say. Lots yes. of poppiness going on here. So, uh, so where do you want to start? Let's, Let's start at number one. <laughs> number one. Someday we're gonna have actual like. Yeah, we'll have some more explosions. We need more explosions in there. We we're do. not. We're not there yet. Our budget has to go up a little bit. To so this was all over like geek news in the last week. Uh, so Spider-Man out of the Marvel universe. People sad, crying. Everybody was upset. And I, I called it. I said that he this this deal would still go through. They yep. would find a way. They did. So now Sony and Marvel have found a way to find to get Spider Man back in the regular MCU fold. What do you think about that? I think I think it was inevitable. I think you're right. When you called it, I thought, you know what? I'm putting all my money on loop on this one. <laughs> I think I think you're right. It, it kind of had to happen. I I think that if they had kept. Spider-Man out of the MCU and and Sony had just gone off on their own with it, I think the fans would have rebelled. And I just don't think it would have worked as well, especially since there are, there have been two really successful Spider-Man movies with yeah. Tom Holland. To stop it now, right at the beginning of Phase 4, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like it, I think know. with the Marvel movies, I think they have to all fold into the major storyline. Yes. And if it didn't, I think people would just sort of like. I mean, they'd go see it, but I don't think they'd be as interested because they know it has it doesn't connect to the regular Marvel right. universe, and so which is such a juggernaut, right? So yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. So what I had read that was that Sony wanted a fifty fifty cut, okay, on on the Spider Man stuff with all revenue made, and of course Sony said no, that's not happening because we own this is our this is our character really we own it from right. you guys, and uh, and what they got was a twenty five percent. Um, basically sort of deal and uh, so they get they put in 25% to help make it and they get 25% of the profits back oh. so and these movies are, of course make a ton of money oh yeah and so there's two films like there's gonna be a film in 2021 and then one other film so far that they're right they're under that and and they haven't said anything about special appearances I don't think yet have they no so no. I mean I could totally foresee Spider-Man showing up in like I don't know how phase four is gonna go if there's gonna be like Avengers type movies where everybody gets together for one movie but I'm sure that Spider-Man will appear in those as well you know as a like as 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 well as the standalone movies yeah and with that movie that adds a that makes it four movies in 2021 that Marvel yeah. will release so it's uh it's going to be a strong movie year that year that's it's going to be really one. cool that's a big one and on the uh, Sony side we've got um these are the movies that are in that that Spider-Man universe which none of these will connect to the Marvel universe but they'll still connect to the Spider-Man movie right. which is weird of uh, some way which is Morbius Venom 2 still coming out um, into the Spider-Verse 2, a Spider-Verse spinoff with an all-female cast, Craven the Hunter, Black Cat, Sinister Six, and Madam Web and Silk and one the, other one. These are so, all standalone movies? These are movies that are in development. Wow. So Madam Web was just announced this week. So that's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how many of these actually make it to screen. Because the Sinister right. Six has been thrown around for quite a, a, lo- yeah. for quite a while and has yet to... 
basically do anything. Right. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, uh, that's a lot. I mean, they're they're starting like almost like a spin-off Spider-Verse yeah. in this in this thing. You know, I mean, there's going to be like the the main sort of Marvel universe and then there's going to be the Spider-Universe that's an entirely yeah. separate thing. It'll, it'll be crazy. interesting to see to see what they do with that, but uh yeah. definitely people are super super excited. Oh, and yeah. I think people are also excited about this. I think this is one of the greatest theme songs of all time. This oh, is so good. You can you can manipulate this any way you want. It's still good. <laughs> it's just got such a mood to it, yeah. right? Like so. Uh, so this is number two, right, on the list of pop five. Yeah, and this is uh, Breaking Bad, uh, the sequel. And we haven't heard a lot no, about it, this. Breaking Bad, the movie. Oh, sorry, the movie. Yeah, El which Camino, is, which is like a sequel yes. to the series. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's called El Camino. And it's called the Breaking Bad movie. So, yeah. But I think this one's specifically about Jesse Pinkman. I don't even know if Walter White is in this one. I, according I, I, to the trailer, he doesn't seem to be. No. And yeah. the, the trailer is uh, – it's weird because this movie comes out, I think, October 11th. Yeah, really soon. On Netflix and limited release. Right. And, but yet it's um, it's uh, not um, – how do you say it? The uh, It's – like it took so long for anything to come out. So yeah. it's like usually a trailer comes out like a year before – whatever it is that's coming out. But yeah. this one is like literally like weeks, like a two weeks ago, we saw like a <laughs> teaser trailer yep. and now we finally see the full trailer, which there's like no lines in it really. Like no, it's pretty, it, uh, it, they hold, they're holding the story pretty close to the chest because yeah. it didn't really tell you anything other than Jesse gets pretty messed up. <laughs> like yeah, so this takes is... place, it looks like it takes place right after Breaking Bad. Because at the yeah. end of Breaking Bad, he takes off in the car. Like right. Walter White basically says, "Get out of here." Yeah. He saves him from. He was like, he was like beat up by somebody yes. or whatever. But yeah. he he takes off, and this looks like it picks up right after. That's what like, it looks like. Yeah, because he's a mess. Like he just, yeah. he's just just a mess. But it still has that same Breaking Bad vibe. Like it's it looks very dark, and I yeah. think I feel like this is going to be even darker now because I think it's Jesse's sort of descent into like an even darker place. And, and I think too. Um, Walter White could be in it, not in the present day, but he could be in flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah. I find it weird, too, because Better Call Saul, um, if you watch that show, it's there's flash forwards in that. Yes. Like, or, or it takes place, there's flashbacks, but there, but it always opens each season with sort of like what's happening now with him. Yeah. So, which seems to be leading somewhere, and I don't know if that's a, an eventual crossover or not. Like, well, that yeah, that could be, too. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Maybe this, this standalone movie is going to somehow link what was happening in Breaking Bad with what's happening now in Better Call Saul. I feel like Better Call Saul is going to flip. I may have mentioned this before, but I feel like it's going to flip to present day for a full season. I would think so. It just it, seems like they're leading to that. Yeah, like it's like they kind of tell the story they need to tell in the past, yeah. then flip it to now. I'd love yeah. to see a full season of what's happened post, right? Yeah. Well, because, I mean, they can't really do anything during Breaking I don't – I mean, maybe they can. They can certainly figure out a way to, but – like it just doesn't seem like they'd they'd go back and and put Saul right in the middle of the Walter White story. Yeah. Again, I'm not sure how that would happen. And then they'd have to get him out of that again. But it looks like so it looks like those flash forwards are beyond what happened in Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, they're for sure. Yeah. It, it, it's him like under like uh, what do you call that when you're when you're on the run like the, the police, yeah like the police like, protection uh, or yes. whatever program yeah like witness protection yeah so he's yeah. like he's working or he's I, did he. No, I don't think he would be because didn't he just take off? He got money and just left? Yeah. So he's just yeah. doing his own witness protection, kind, basically. Yeah, he just gave working himself at, hair. Working at Cinnabon or yeah. whatever he's doing. But yeah. now he feels like he's being followed in the yes. last at the beginning of the last season. So yeah. we'll see what happens with that. I don't know I don't whether know. it's just his own paranoia or if it's uh, – if it's a real thing. None of this has anything to do with the actual movie no, we're talking about. No, it does about, not. But, but it's an interesting <laughs> world. Like, they've kind of built it this is. world now, and it's like yeah. it just leads from one thing to we, another. We're calling this the BBU. <laughs> 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 yeah, so you've, we can, you've coined it right. I here. have. You just wait. That's gonna start popping up all over the place. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> What's happening BBU. in phase two of the BBU? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's this is pretty exciting, and the fact that it's coming in the next two weeks. Yeah. We don't have to. I I kind of like this idea of dropping trailers like uh, a couple of weeks before a movie's supposed to happen. Yeah. Just because. I mean, the anticipation for movies is kind of fun, but I kind of want to see it now. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, like I saw the trailer, I'm super excited, and, and now I only have to wait 14 days. Yeah, and you don't have to wait. Or, yeah, like, it's like it's it's kind of cool. It's like waking yeah. up two weeks before Christmas, and you've been sleeping the entire year. That's right, and, and you're then, like, oh, it's only two <laughs> weeks away. <laughs> yeah, I which is like be weird idea. that you'd be sleeping for almost a full year. Yeah, that, there must be something wrong weird, with you if that right? happens. Yeah, <laughs> you got bigger problems. If that's that's the... right, <laughs> but not in the BBU. No, no <laughs> problems like that happen in the BBU. <laughs> All right, speaking of the BBU. It's just a, it's just a segue into our number three. Yes, uh, because it starts with a B. The Big Lebowski <laughs> <laughs> spinoff called Jesus Rolls has released a trailer, which is weird um, because it's not done by the Coen Brothers. Nope. And it's done by John Turturro, who just basically said, "I like this character I played in the movie. Hey. This is what it kind of looks like." Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to do a, a story post post that movie. Yeah. That on it, his, on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because it was kind of. <laughs> Like sort of touted as a Big Lebowski spinoff or, right. or like or a sequel, but it's yeah. not really. It's more of a spinoff. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure how this is going to go, and I'm not really sure why. This was doing needed. This? Yeah. Yeah. Like because if it doesn't have the the original characters in it, like the dude and stuff, like yeah. I don't know why anyone would even be interested. Really. Like. Well, that's it. I mean, it, without the dude, there is no Big Lebowski. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> really? So it's like it's kind of weird, and it's also. Uh, <laughs> The movie comes out in 2020 here, but it comes out in Italy like in a couple weeks or in a week. So the entire trailer is dubbed in, in Italian, Italian. Yeah. and very badly. By yes. <laughs> yeah. So that just adds more mystery to the whole thing. <laughs> like, why is this even happening? I don't. I don't. Like, maybe he's, maybe he's produced produced it in Italy. Maybe it was easier to. Maybe there's a big fo- Lebowski. Maybe there's a big Jesus following in, <laughs> in Italy. Maybe that's what it was. And he's like capitalizing it. It's like, it's like you know how uh, Germany loves uh, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, maybe they love. John maybe Turturro. they just love John Turturro in Italy. Because <laughs> so, this movie, I don't know if we mentioned it was called Jesus Rolls. Jesus Rolls. Yes. Yeah. So that's the name of this movie. Yeah. But I, I read this. This is weird. That it's a remake of the 1974 French film Going Places. And a spinoff to Big Lebowski. What? I, I don't know what that. I don't know how. How can or you why. do what? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe there's characters from the other movie that are in this movie, like from both movies. Okay. And they crossover. It's weird. This is really going to be one to watch because this, like, this is a crossover project. I don't get this at all. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> oh, but I love the Big Lebowski, so I can't not see this. Like, you got to watch it. But yeah, I have to. I have to be part of it. I'm going to go in skeptical. I'm going in with the bar real low. <laughs> <laughs> See how it goes. It can only go up from where I've placed it. <laughs> All right. Number four. Four. Number four. The Joker. We've talked about The Joker. Yes. A few times mm-hmm. on the show uh, because we love The Joker. The Joker is by far my favorite DC character. Right. I love Batman. Yeah. I'm a big Batman fan. And then within the Batman universe, The Joker. So the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix is coming out uh, on October 4th, and everybody's super excited. But now, of course, there's controversy because the last time we saw a Joker movie, which was uh, Batman B- like, yeah. Rises? Rises. Yeah, I think or... it was the Batman Rises. Is that what it was called? Batman with, Jokered? With, yeah. Yeah. The rise, know. the rising of the bat. I, <laughs> it was the second movie. <laughs> the, in that the one with Bane. Yeah, yeah. that one. <laughs> uh, there was, of course, the um, mass shooting at the theater in Aurora, uh, in the states. Right. Um, and and beca- and the the shooter was dressed sort of as the Joker, like he had green hair or orange hair, and he sort of was sort of playing that part as he went in and did this. Yeah. And so now there's controversy and worry from some of the. Um, victims of that shooting that this could potentially happen again. And so there's concern about this. And I think it's the, you know, the, the producers and the, the filmmakers are trying to sort of quiet it down and calm everybody and, and assure them that this is okay. Everything is fine. But there's, you know, there's this whole idea of, do we want movies that sympathize, that you know, uh, cause you to sympathize with, a, a bad guy. Yeah. You know? And in this movie, I haven't, obviously haven't seen it yet, but by the looks of it, it looks like a movie too where it's like very more realistic yes. approach of like a person that this, people probably have had things happen that maybe caused him to become the Joker in yeah. real life. So I can see why that would be a concern in, in this particular case. And the thing about the Joker is too, he's like cool looking character, yeah. like, but menacing, yeah. but kind of like he's, there's something about him that you can connect to, and yeah. I don't know what it is, but he's like obviously completely insane. Yes, but it's like there's a realism to him more than the other characters. Like, yeah, but more of a like a, a 
a character that just glorifies violence, yeah. like you know, to get where he needs to go. Yeah. But, but in sort of a funny way, I guess. I don't know. It's very odd. Yeah. There's something, and I mean, I think He's the like best a, example of that is Jack Nicholson when he was the Joker. Yeah. He was a. F- like a genuinely fun character to watch. Yeah. Even though he was a murderous psychopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but you really kind of wanted to see more. And is that right? Is that good? Should we be feeling like that? I don't know. And then, you know, I mean, there are people out there who might connect a little bit too closely with that kind of character yeah. and, and actually act on it, which is what's happened before. And so there's concern, and, you know, about that happening again. And the bottom line is it is a character. It's, yes. not, a, it's not a real person. No. Nope. These are characters. And I think... Like people, if someone's like be, think they're becoming the Joker, I mean, it's yeah. obviously there's like they got to step back and you know there's something not quite right there, right? Yeah. Like so, I don't know. It's it's uh it's an interesting thing. So landmark also in the states, um, they you're not allowed to wear makeup, you're not allowed to wear masks to the theater during the run of the Joker, which which I can see. Like yeah. I think that's I mean you don't want to scare other people away or other patrons no. as well, right? But so. it's that it's that kind of thing, like. Before this all happened, going to a, an event movie like this meant that you could dress up. Like I remember, for example, when Star Wars, the like the prequels came out, and we went to see them. Yeah. There were all kinds of people in um, like co- full costumes with helmets and masks, and like you, it was like cosplay at the movie theater, right? And that was sort of a fun part of of doing that. But now, because of all these this controversy, there's concern about having people conceal their faces and. And doing that, and it's—I mean—it's sad that that has to be the way it is, but yep. that's sort of the way it is. Beyond all that, the movie looks amazing. Oh yeah, I'm still going to see. <laughs> yeah, it. no, it totally looks oh, yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, I, I'm very curious to see how it does. I mean, there's tons and tons of Oscar buzz. Obviously, I think he—he may—he uh, he will probably at least be nominated from the sounds of things. Yeah. It would be really interesting if he won because he'd be the second character playing a joke, playing the Joker, who won an Oscar. So, right, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because um, Heath Ledger it, won posthumously. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that would be kind of interesting. So I, I just, I mean, I, I'm not even, I mean, I'm excited to see the story and the origin, but I just really want to see Joaquin Phoenix doing this character because I feel like he was born to play the Joker because yeah. he's kind of like that. He seems to be kind of like that yeah, in, in every life, character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it's, just, it's just a cool, I think it's just a meaty character for yeah. anyone to play, right? And Because yeah. anytime I've seen any anybody play the Joker or even do voice work of the Joker – it's always awesome. Yes. Like it's like it's like I've never seen anyone really fail with the Joker from no. Cesar Romero to 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 him, right? Like yeah. it's, just, it's just such a cool character, and I think everybody has a little bit different take. Yeah, but they're all awesome. That's right. And there's never been a full blown origin story uh, like this. Yeah, for him. I mean, yeah. there's still, and I mean, I that is kind of part of I think what's cool about the is about the Joker is that nobody really knows a hundred percent where he came from or what led him to that spot. So. I mean, it's it's going to be kind of, you know, bursting a bubble a little bit, giving us an actual backstory. But maybe I don't know how they're going to take it. Like, maybe it won't be a full backstory. Maybe you still will get some mystery yeah. about why he's behaving the way he is. And, and, of course, all these characters have different, like, there's different backstories for the Joker. Like, right. I mean, like, obviously, Batman, like, the the, mov- the first movie with or the one we did with Michael Keaton. Yes. He falls into a vat and kind of goes insane. Like, there's a different different versions of why he does what he does. Yeah. But, but it'll be interesting. But this one seems more realistic than anything else. Yeah, it seems so. like a real person and sort of like a, a psychological like just break. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> to see how, how what happens. So. Yeah. So, but we will definitely be there opening weekend. Yeah. So we'll we'll uh, next next podcast we'll give our full review. <laughs> That's right. Well, let's move on to number five, which is staying in the DC universe. Um, crisis on of our uh, crisis on Infinite Earths, um, which is part of the Arrowverse. Yes. Which they've been doing a lot of crossovers, but this one seems like. Huge, huge. <laughs> this is. I mean, when you talk about crossovers, this is about as crossed over as you can get. <laughs> yeah. So they've been doing like um, the Arrowverse, taking like major sort of DC storylines, which Marvel would be using in the movies. They're kind of using them on TV. Right. And uh, the original Crisis on Infinite Earths was a twelve-issue uh, limited series. It ran in nineteen eighty-five. I totally remember the series. Yep. Um, it was uh, written by Marv Wolfman and drawn by George Perez, who I love. George Perez's art. Like I don't know if yes. you're if yes. you're in, if you're um, know someone from reading Batman because I think he Absolutely. did some Batman stuff. Yeah, yeah, he did Avengers for a long time. He's a really cool artist. Yeah, and uh, he's one of those artists where it's like he just like he I, he captured the characters the one of the best ways you can. Like him and yeah. John Byrne and those guys like just really drew really well. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so basically 
it was the desire to abandon the. This is what they say, and this is Wikipedia, by the way. Because I, I had to like they look know back. everything. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know how accurate this is, but I'm assuming it's fairly accurate. Yeah. But it was a way to abandon the DC multiverse depicted in the, uh, by the company's critics and put into one single DC universe. Yeah. So they probably took characters that were in other comics and then kind of brought the best of the best onto one universe. Yeah. Um, which I find funny because that's what Marvel ended up doing. They had, uh, I can't remember the name of the series was, but they did one very similar um, about four years ago. And they did the same thing because they had the ultimate uh, Marvel Universe. Right. And they basically collapsed it and took like four or five of the best characters and melded them into the regular Marvel Universe, which Mike uh, Morales. Or oh, yeah. Mor- what is it from uh, uh, the Spider Man, the new Spider Man? Yeah. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I think yeah, it's Mike new- Morales, isn't it? Uh, Morales is not Mike. Um, Why did I say Mike Morales? Who's that? I think it's a baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. Yeah, whatever his name is. Anyways, yeah. that Spider-Man is the ultimate Spider-Man is in that. That's how he got into the regular Spider-Universe. Right. Which right. I think they're playing around with with the, with those, the, the new animated movies. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's kind of cool. So, basically, that's that was sort of the plot of it. Like, so this, there's the, the main villain, and uh, the and then they try all those heroes try to stop it, basically. Right. And then this is all what happens. But it's really cool because uh, – so you've got all the regular Mar- – or the Arrowverse characters. I've stopped watching a lot of these shows. I have, too. Because it was too many. I, yes. And quite honestly, like, I, I was watching um, Flash for quite a while. Um, but my my problem was sort of exactly what's happening here is all the crossovers. Yeah. Because then I felt like oh no I've I've got to watch Green uh, I've got to watch Arrow and I've got to watch um, uh, all of the all of the other ones Supergirl just so I can keep up with when they do crossovers because yeah. they do them a couple of times a year and it was becoming to me it was becoming a little bit daunting. Yeah. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. That's, that's it. I knew I was going to get it eventually. Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mike Morales <laughs> fact checked. I think he's a baseball uh, yep. player. I'm I think pretty you're right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so the um so basically they're going to have um uh Tom Cavanaugh will be on it, who's usually on on Flash. He'll yep. be on as as a kind of a villain, I guess. I don't know where he is in the series right now. No. Um Burt Ward is going to yes. be on it, which is really cool. They're really bringing back these characters from like from any like DC sort of like uh, like fiction or, or whatever. Yeah. So they're bringing him. And one of the one of the things that somebody I was reading someplace that, that was saying it would be what would be really cool is that if Burt Ward came back into this um, new universe as a retired Robin. Yes. Like actually playing Robin, like a retired Robin. I would assume that that's what he would play. I because would think that's so. the way they sort of set it up. Yeah. Um, Kevin Conroy, who's the Batman in the animated series from the '90s, yep. is going to be in it in some sh- way, shape, or form. That's crazy. Uh, Brandon Ruth, who plays the Adam on Legends of Tomorrow. Yep. Yep. He is playing the Superman that he played in, in the movies. In the movies. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, there's lots of people like Lois Lane's coming back in several different forms. Uh, Tom yep. Welling from Smallville will be in it. Yeah. It's just crazy. And then uh, the other one that was announced this week was Ashley Scott, who is the Huntress in Birds of Prey. That like right. that lasted maybe a year on CW. Yeah, is coming back as that character. That that is the most incredible part of this whole thing is that they are like for serious fans of DC and fans of um, th- these kinds of shows that but that have been watching them for years and years, like beyond what's going on now, like the older shows. Yeah, it's going to be amazing to see all of these original superhero. Actors uh, yeah, come back like, into yeah. one universe, either playing the same characters that they used to play, or something related. Or I just I don't think anything like that's ever been done before. Not to this level, no. like, especially from like past shows. And, yeah, and, like, it's gonna uh, be like really Burt cool. Ward? That's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. It's <laughs> yeah. Too bad Adam West wasn't still yeah. around, right? Like, but uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be really yeah. really cool. And I, I, you know what? I always thought that Brandon Brandon Roth was Sorry a good Superman. That. He had, I he had liked, the look. He definitely liked, had the look. I liked him as Superman. I was probably oh, one of five fine. people, yeah, I think, who actually liked him. <laughs> but I thought he was good. Yeah. So I, I, I'm really curious to see how this thing does. Like, it really sounds like they're sort of taking a page out of the Marvel playbook and uh, building this universe. Well, ob- like their D- the DC TV universe is obviously a lot more stronger than, yeah. than the Marvel one. The Marvel is. one is like they, – they, it's – all over the board, like yeah. it's, they have had trouble trying to like with Shield and everything. Like Shield has gotten better, but it's like it's there's only one more season left of that. They just haven't yeah. been able. Marvel hasn't been able to capture what DC has in TV yes. as Marvel has in movies, movies. That, that DC hasn't been able to capture. That's so right. Yeah, it's, it's very kinda, it's, it's very interesting. Opposite, yeah, so. it's very interesting. So that's our top five trending this week. And usually at the end of this, we're we're just going to give you just talk about a couple things. Could be anything that that interests us in the world of geekdom. Mine uh, this week it's uh, it's it's consumed me yes. for ninety five episodes, <laughs> and here it is. Yo, 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 y
an iconic theme <laughs> that's just i am 12 years old again and i heard it like a lot yes <laughs> so, so so give us a background why what, what what brought you to this lowly state so at the beginning of the se- beginning of the year i you know when you make your new year's resolutions i call yes. them the new year's <laughs> loopalations or whatever what? that doesn't even make any I sense don't. <laughs> I don't even know what that word I don't, is I just made okay it up. anyway um, so um so uh I decided this year that I was going to take two series because everyone has those series that you, you want to go back and watch, but you haven't, like, you know what I mean? So, there's just no time. Yeah, there's no yeah. time, or you, you just don't, don't make the time because there's so many awesome shows that are out. Right. So I decided this year I'm going to take two shows and I'm going to watch the seasons of them or the full series. So one was Twin Peaks, the second, the, the newer the new series, yeah. yeah, which yeah. I watched when it was on weekly, but I want to watch it in a row. Right. So, um, and then the other one was to watch because I'm a big GI Joe fan. Is to watch the entire series of GI Joe, the animated. Yeah, the fir- yeah. the first run of it, like the first two seasons, and then the movie. So, okay. Because yeah. another company took it over and they did a couple seasons, but the the original seat, the original. What do you do? You know off the top of your head, what years? What year they came out? Uh, Eighty four, eighty five. There you go. So. Um, so I ended up watching a lot of GI Joe. Over the, like, it took me like a while because so there were ninety five episodes. That we did? yes ninety five, but it's hard to watch a lot in a row. You can watch easily four or five in a row because it's it's yeah. a lot the same. Yeah, and it's also a kids show, so you kind of get like, but it, it's still good. Like it's still like the characters are awesome. It's one of those few shows where there's so many characters, but you kind of know them all, and, yeah. and they and they all have their own personality, and there's the villains are so good. Um, was this a show that had a storyline, like a continuing storyline? Um, they had. They had the five like the mini series things like uh, at the like the there was an opening mini series. There's the one where they make Serpentor. Oh, there right. was that kind of stuff. Like yeah. there's the Weather Dominator series. <laughs> like so they they did that. It was a way of sort of like getting you kind of hooked daily. But then the series itself would have like they'd take like five or six Joes, and the whole story would be based. Like they'd kind of be the leaders of that series, right? Or that that episode. So you kind of get to know them all, and then some of them be back and forth. And um, the uh, I, I realize Shipwreck's my favorite. Really? Yeah, Shipwreck's my favorite Joe. Why is that? Because he, I don't know. Because I actually I thought this, and then I watched. There was a documentary on there with the voice actors okay. of GI Joe. Yeah. And the one said when he did Shipwreck, he used Jack Nicholson's voice, and I've always thought he sounded like Jack really? Nicholson, and that was who he was doing when uh, he did that. And I was like, oh, that is so cool because I always thought like that's, Shipwreck. That's pretty cool. I like Shipwreck because he's kind of lazy, and he's sort of like <laughs> he's he's just a good character. Like yeah. he's just funny. Like he's just a great character because he doesn't. He sort of doesn't go like the rest of the Joes are all like following protocol to the T. Right. He never really does. No. Like he just sort of does this thing. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Which is cool. He's a great he's a great character. So he's like the shaggy of this. Yeah, uh, this he's just season. sort of like he's just laid back and just yeah. like whatever I want to do Eating I the do. Scooby snacks, just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> and so uh but the other there's one thing I like there's a couple things I noticed when I when you watch the whole series of something you start to see these patterns. But um Snake Eyes, which is usually everybody's favorite character it's not really in the series that much. Really? Of all 95 episodes, like he's in the first couple miniseries a lot and kind of really focused on. Yeah. But then he's in the odd episode, but there's not a lot of episodes that really focus on Snake Eyes. Like, there's, like, which you think there would be. Yeah, that's in all. The, in the comic, he's, like, basically in every issue almost, well, right? Didn't when they made the live-action movie a few years back, wasn't yeah. it about Snake Eyes? Snake was Eyes, it? yeah. He was a major character yeah. in it, yeah. Because everyone loves Snake Eyes, but really when you watch the original animated series, less than the, the comic he was in a lot more, but in the animated series, he just wasn't in it. Uh, like, he, he was in the odd episode, but, like, Honestly, he wasn't even in that much. Like, really? When you start, I'm like, when Snake? I haven't seen Snake Eyes in like six episodes. <laughs> like it was weird. Yeah, I kind of thought that he was like the dominant player in this thing. No, huh. he, and he really wasn't. Like, really? He, but he he had a couple big parts in a couple of the miniseries, like right. at the beginning. But really, like he's just sort of in it, but not like huh. it's weird. And then the second season was weird because they kind of barely had a lot. Like Scarlet was hardly in the second season, but they had a, they kind of focused on like the toy. So they basically they the the. The characters in it were the new toy line, right? So right. There was, they focused a lot on those Joes and a few of the older ones, but it was it was kind of weird. But it was like, yeah. but still good. Like I enjoyed huh. the whole thing. So, um, at what season did they introduce the Kung Fu Grip? <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> you can just leave right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> no, it was great. It was, it, yeah. but I just I highly suggest you you find a series and you just. 
tackling. That's a great idea. Because it's just, like, and you, this is your, I'm only going to tackle these two series in the air, and yeah. then you just go ahead and do it. Now, I don't have a lot of time left to watch that that Twin Peaks series, right. but I'll, I'll try to get on it. So. Yeah, but it, that is a cool idea, because there are those things. Like, there are those series. Like, we were talking about Hilarious House of Frankenstein. I'd love to watch all 120 or 130 episodes, Yeah, but... Like I, there's so many other things you want to watch, but if you make that commitment and yeah. say that's the show for me, this is yeah. the one I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on. I'm gonna re, I'm gonna you know declutter my PVR. I'm gonna <laughs> and just focus on that. Then I think that's a great idea. You, you, you know, the nostalgia is fun. Because how many times have you gone over and go? Oh, I would like to watch like Lost again. And yes. then you go to Grant, it's like ah, it's like, it's like it just there's so much other stuff on. But if you yeah. really commit to it, it's it's cool to go back and rewatch. Yeah. I, so. I like your what? What'd you call it? The loop, loop, loop. Resolutions. Uh, red, resolution. That's, That's what it was. Okay, I that makes more like sense. That, yeah. yeah, I had to, yeah. I had to think of it. Again. I think we I all know. need a good resolution. Every yeah, once we do. <laughs> once in a while. And, I, and I don't know why I have to put my own name in things. Like I, I just know. <laughs> just make it your own. I, I've just become weird. You. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Well, I have a show as well that I'd like to talk about this week. Um, and it's one that we've talked about several times already. And it's called Creep Show. Yes. And it has finally premiered on Shudder. Yes. And surprisingly, it's also running on um, Amazon Prime. I don't know. I didn't realize that. that oh, was, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I didn't realize that, but I was flipping it, it through. It would be kind of nice for Shutter just to have their own, like, like a really like exclusive. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's funny because on Amazon Prime it says a Shutter exclusive, so I don't know if there's some connection between Amazon and maybe they both kind of paid for it or something. Maybe like, I, I don't, don't know. know, but it is definitely a Shutter exclusive. And so if you've ever seen the original movies that were based on the Stephen King stories, um, they were pretty campy. They were, they were anthology movies, so they had yeah. multiple stories in each one. Um, they were sort of framed around the, a comic comic book, because Creepshow used to be a comic book right. uh, first. Um, and so the movies are sort of framed around a comic book. Well, they've kept that same style with this show. And they, they're only releasing one episode a week, so only the first episode as of this recording has come out. Yeah. So I've only watched the one. But they've kept that same style, so there's animation in it and um, to change scenes like a page turns like you're flipping a page into comic books yeah. they've kept that same style um, and in this particular episode there were two stories um, the first one was based on a Stephen King an actual Stephen King book yeah. uh, or short story and the second one I I don't know for sure that it was a Stephen King story I'm not I'm not 100% sure but they're still they still maintain that sort of cheesy 80s horror um, vibe, yeah. Uh, and the the one of the nice things is, is that because they're trying to maintain that the the effects, the special effects are mostly physical. They're not digital right. like CG effects. They're physical effects like they used to be. Yeah. So it's an amazing throwback to to eighties um, horror movies, and I I just I loved every second of it. I thought yeah. it was I thought it was fantastic. And they're two like the two stories. I don't want to give away too much because it's brand new. I'm. Some people may want to watch it, but the the two stories are quite different yeah. from each other. They're not related, um, and I don't know that they're um, that every episode is going to have. I think there are twelve stories in total, um, but I don't know that every episode has two stories. I'm not sure how how it's yeah. going to play out, but I, I highly recommend this. I think all the talk that we've done about this show uh, over the past year, uh, it is so far it is paying off. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's Greg Nicotero too, who does yes. walking dead and he's like the effects master Yeah, and he's, cause he's learned under the best. Right. So yeah. he, uh, cause I believe he worked on some George Romero films he, he as well. Did. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, I wa- I've watched both episodes. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. So um, the, uh, but I, I, the second one I loved, I loved the second one. The second one was yeah. really cool. The first one was a kind of a cool, like get you into the series. Yes. Um, the, uh, the second one was like creepy, very creepy. It it, it involves a dollhouse, and I don't want to say too much no. more about that. But you know, dolls by themselves are creepy. <laughs> so dollhouses have become the newest scary thing. They what's are. That was the movie that came out last or a couple years ago? Dollhouse? No, it was the one with um. I can't remember who was it. And she was she made dollhouses. Oh, um, um, hereditary. Hereditary. Yes. It was very hereditary. It but, is. Yeah. But it had the girl from um from Star Wars in it who plays the young Ray. She was. Oh, that was the girl. Yeah, that was her. I did not know that. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you know about that? There's a Star Wars connection yeah. <laughs> that I didn't know about. Yeah, you missed it. Ow. Now you have to go back and rewatch. Watch it. <laughs> She's also in Walking Dead as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so well, she plays Rick's daughter. Oh, okay. So, anyways, that was pretty cool. Yeah. The sec- Yeah. The second of the two was definitely my favorite. I thought it was it was super creepy, and I didn't know where it was going. It's it's great. The first one is like straightforward. Like classic '80s horror, yeah, yeah, like just no, totally. you know, creatures, big creatures, like dark rooms, and yeah, yeah, it's it's really neat. But I, I'm really excited about this season. I, I think that uh, 
that if it continues the way this first episode has gone, we're going to be doing all right. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. You ready to take the pop capacitor? Oh, sure. Yeah, why not? Let's <laughs> <laughs> head over. Okay. It's always parked just outside here. <laughs> now that we Please. found it. Yeah. It's nice to get outside and have a break from the studio for a little bit. Yeah, you know, now we're back. And uh, so this week we decided, because the uh, Rambo came yep. out, because Stallone's trying to, get the, he's trying to squeeze those uh, last sequels in. That's right. You know, because he's, what is he, like, he must be 70 at this oh, point. I, I'd say probably clo- close to that anyway. Yeah, so he, yeah. Uh, but of course. But Ram- he still looks good. He's still, he's still in good really? shape, man. Yeah. That, uh, he, but it all started with uh, Rambo First Blood. Which was the first of the Rambo series? I think there's five Rambo. Five. This new one's the fifth. This is the the, the yeah. fifth one. Here's a here's a trailer. John Rambo, a drifter, just passing through their town. They knew he was innocent. Starting to dislike you, lot. And they didn't give a damn. John Rambo, one man who's been pushed too far. You're finished. You've got as far as you're gonna go. He was hunted, trapped, and forced to fight back. Sylvester Stallone. This time, he's fighting for his life. First blood. So, so my first question is, what was he fighting for last time? Wouldn't he want to stay alive? Wouldn't he be <laughs> yeah. fighting to stay alive last well, time? <laughs> when I first heard I thought they said he's fighting for his wife. And I'm like, well, that's <laughs> really? nice of him. That's very oh, nice of him to do that. Chivalry is not dead. No, apparently <laughs> it was his life. They were, yeah. They were, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I got a little confused in this movie. <laughs> me too. Okay, me too, but maybe for different reasons. Okay, I got confused because I thought the plot of the movie, before I went, even went into seeing it, because I remember watching the Rambos, most of them at the theater. I think I had, didn't see four, right. I, I think. Um, I don't know if anybody saw four. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of thought that the, the plot was that he goes back to Vietnam, they pull him back in, and he yes. goes back to Vietnam to, to get some POWs out. That's, That's yes. I thought. The, and then this was nothing like that. No, it wasn't. I do not remember. And then when I'm watching, I'm like, I kind of remember this movie, but not yeah. like the way I think I remember I think, it. I think everybody remembers, remembers Rambo 2. Like, I, think I, think Ram- that's, I think Rambo 2 is really where, it, like, maybe yeah. that's where I even jumped in on. I don't maybe. even know. Yeah, because I, I, I think, I think I, I felt the same way. I thought, where's, Vi- where's Vietnam here? I'm not seeing a lot of Vietnam. Well, I kept thinking, okay, it's coming up. They're yeah. going to come and get him. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, now the police are chasing him. But they're still going to find him. Yeah. And they're still going to send him to not. Nope, none of no, that was happening. Not at all. And I'm like, he's still in the woods. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's an so, hour in, and we're still in the woods. still in the woods. And there's only 35 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's yeah. happening here? Um, I so yeah, so it had been a long, long time since I'd watched this movie. I I did watch Rambo Four, the one that came out I don't know like eleven years ago or something like yeah. that, and I actually quite enjoyed it. I thought it was completely brainless and mindless, but it was exciting. Like it was a full on action, so many, such a big body count, it was ridiculous. But I did enjoy that one. So it was fun to go back and rewatch this, but I hadn't watched it in so long that, like you, I didn't really remember the story. Yeah. So here's my first question. Why so? So it starts with That's Rambo. A lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts with Rambo walking down the road, just walking down the road. He's wearing like an old army jacket with an American flag on it. Yeah, that is very definitely sort of like an army jacket. Yeah, but his hair is a little bit longer. It's it's like 1982, I think, is when the movie yeah. came out. So he had been out of the army for seven years or some. Yeah. I think seven years is and, what and he, he says. And he was in this small town. Small town. He's just wandering yeah. through this small and, town. And I think he went back to find someone that used to be in his platoon. Yes. And who, that per- he found out that person had died. It died. That's okay. right. So he's wandering through. So he wasn't, like, he, he had a purpose in being there. But anyway, so his hair's a little bit longer. It's the 80s and he's wearing this coat. So a, a cop pulls up to him and essentially says to him, yeah, we don't like people like you in our town. So you got to get in this car with me and I'll help you find the border of our town and you'll never come back again. And I thought to myself, what is it about him that they wouldn't like? Like he yeah, looks like he, a veteran. Like he know, looks like a maybe war he looks vet. Gruffy. I don't know what I don't know I, what it was yeah. that was like really like they instantly disliked it. like he didn't look like a hippie. He didn't look like he looked like a war vet. And it was close enough to the end of the Vietnam War that you'd think people in these small towns would recognize uh like an un, like a military veteran yeah. When they see one. I and why he would be treated that way right away. I didn't un- quite understand that. There's a lot of things in this movie that I, I was confused by. I think, like, there was obviously a general theme of, like, about the Vietnam vets and yes. how they were mistreated when yes. they came back. There's probably, like, 
a theme there of like not understanding what they went through or even why that war happened. Yeah, I know a lot of people weren't one hundred percent sure because it wasn't like the World War where there was a definite villain and a de- you know what I mean. It was kind yeah. of like ambiguous and it was sort of like a lot of stuff going on politically. Yeah, um, but it was like. I thought the whole thing where he went and looked for his for his like the guy who was in his platoon was kind of weird. Like it was kind of a weird setup. I guess it showed why he was in this town. Yeah. But did no one see him come into the town? No, apparently like, this not. Is, this is his, he was just walking through on his way out. Yeah, like, he had already been there. I don't think he was even going to stay there. I think he was no. just going to walk out. But apparently he just wanted a, a coffee somewhere, and then he was he was on his way. Like he was, yeah, yeah. I, and I just thought like so the, the cops. If you've never seen this movie, the cops pick him up, and then they're automatically. He, he does something that kind of annoys them, and then he, he has flashbacks, quick flashbacks of, of being tortured and stuff, yes. and he kind of loses it. Yeah. But the whole thing's escalated really quickly. Really fast. <laughs> yeah, it was like I mean, he's a couple like little things. It's like, we got a fingerprint, and he's already like freaking yeah. out. And, like, <laughs> and then he ends up like killing like six police officers. So now they have a legitimate reason for wanting yeah, this guy. I think he was trying not to kill people, yeah, but no. he ends up getting more and more vicious as it goes on. Yeah. Can I just say right off the top, I don't yeah. think Rambo's that nice a character. He's really not like, a nice I was guy. Not, no. I was not rooting for him in this no. movie at any time. I was never like, oh my God, I hope Rambo makes this. Yeah. I was like, this guy's kind of a... Like an idiot. Yeah. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, I felt the same way. I was like, I mean, I understand. Like, the thing is, as the movie goes on, you 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 kind of get a sense of why he's behaving this way because he's got post-traumatic stress disorder. Like, he's yeah, yeah. he's messed up yeah. <laughs> because of what he's Yeah, because that's the thing. You kind of like him because he's a veteran and you understand kind of what, like, why he is the way he is. Yeah. But then it's like, it's like someone, like, that you kind of want to you kind of want to like understand but then they go way too far yes you know what i mean to the point where you're like okay now you're getting ridiculous like, yeah like just it, give up yeah right? you don't have to be hanging off the side of cliffs and no because like, he, ba- he buries himself in the woods yes uh, and finds an old abandoned mine shaft of course <laughs> and like like essentially sets up like a like a, an ambush like so that when people come to get him he is in a position where he can like sneak out of the bushes because he's now he in one scene he had actually cut tree branches and strapped them to his back yep. so that he could be completely camouflaged like he had put himself right back in Vietnam I mean like he just went way over the top with this thing and all of a sudden is like back there and is in full bore like I'm going to kill anybody who comes near me well, and it's also weird too because they <laughs> there's a bunch of things in this movie because he's in this small town there's only a small police force yep. but within seconds there's suddenly like a million people there. Yes. Like the entire military is there. Like, yeah. And this is like, this looks pretty remote yeah. wherever they are. Yeah. I, like, that's the fastest I've ever seen anyone respond <laughs> to something. Like, this is weird. In- including the um, volunteer, like, National Guard, yeah. who just happened to be, like, practicing with, like, loaded weapons that day. Or and that whole part was <laughs> stupid. That whole part could have been left out. Yeah. Like, and, but the other thing was, was, like, all of a sudden they have, like, those, you know, those, like, uh, those those tents they put up when there's like yes. something, like those were up within seconds. Yeah. This is like isn't it all in one day? I pretty pretty much. Like, I think it it's couldn't. The, have been... I think it's just the same day. Yeah, like, it couldn't have been that I, long. I don't think there was a nighttime scene. No. In it. Like, <laughs> I don't like think what? So. It's not like it's Christmas. Yep. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but you're right. Like they set up an, like an entire military base overnight for some yeah, reason. Yeah. Well, during the day, because I think that the whole end part takes place the same night. I yeah. think this all took place in one day. Yeah, and is this a Christmas like... movie? That is a question, because is... it does take place at Christmas. It does. I feel like it is. This if, is my if, new Christmas movie. If Die Hard can be a Christmas movie, then this, this can, this can be a Christmas movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, like, it was interesting to watch, but I until the end, like, literally the end of the movie, I wasn't, I was like, first of all, I couldn't, I still couldn't get why they were why they hated it, why the police department hated him so much. I mean, obviously, he killed a lot of police officers, but I never yeah. understood. I didn't think he even killed them. I think he just hurt them because he was punching them all out, and I think he just left. Yeah. Like, oh, I think in the station, up, yes. Yeah, but, but he, then, ended up, he ended up killing some yeah, in, in the woods. I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> uh, no, that, did that happen? I think it did I happen. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah, he did that. So I can understand that, but that was quite a bit after – they did this, and that's what and and Rambo even says that he's like, oh, they drew first blood. It wasn't yeah. me. Uh, they did it. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it, the the setup like it was. It, I mean, it was very obviously a like a lesson in how Vietnam veterans were treated and yeah and that sort of thing and and I, that that made sense to me. But I think it was just a bit over the top. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, I can see like the um, the police being kind of like. 
Like there, obviously there's there's been other people that have come through the town or something's happened that's like already got them on edge before he they even see him. Yeah. But you don't really know what that was. No. Like, I don't think this is the first time they've encountered someone that they've wanted to get out of the town. I wouldn't think so. But but it's weird that it was a like a, a Vietnam vet. <laughs> yeah. It was they, weird. Who was they, just even walking? At one point they go, oh, this guy's a vet because they find his like dog, his yeah, collar or his, whatever. Yeah. His dog tags or whatever. Yes. And I'm like. Okay, well now you know the backstory. So why are you and he, still? And I don't think that they he had even done anything like violent no, at, that at that point. point no. So at that point they could have been like, oh, okay, so maybe we should. And, just... and why did they need to shave him? I, <laughs> I don't know. know. Like, oh, you're dirty. Okay, like okay, maybe have like that, he, just let him have a shower. He I don't know literally why had, to... had like five o'clock stubble. Like he didn't even have. I don't know why they uh, needed to spray him down. Like in the... <laughs> all right, boys, let's spray him down. Yeah, and I didn't. I mean, it seemed also weird that they had this this like fire hose in the middle of their <laughs> police department. Just like the desks are here, and the fire hose is right beside <laughs> the desk. It's just that's what we do. <laughs> and, and, and a person that's like gonna shave him and not cut him because it's like if you're moving your head around it's very difficult to shave yeah. somebody. well he got out of it anyways didn't oh, he, he did, at that yes. point like he's yeah a- well that w- it was because of that that's what set him off it was the oh yeah the, having the razor because then he had this flashback when he was tied up in a prisoner of war camp yeah and the guard had like cut him with a with a razor and that's what set him off right was this thing but Again, why do they need to shave him at all? Like, he's a prisoner. He's going to a cell. He doesn't have to – it's not a formal situation. He doesn't have to look his best. And, and even more than that, there was a big chase scene in the town, which didn't really look that big a town. Yeah. It looked like a, like a Collingwood or something. It kind of did, yeah. And so he, he steals someone's motorcycle. Yeah. And – you know, when I'm being chased, I like to do a pop a wheelie for sure. a long time because you know what? Because it's just something you do. You know, exactly. I don't, it doesn't make it really go it any break, faster. Breaks up the monotony of the chase. Yeah, so yeah. you just do a pop a wheelie yeah. like, for zero reason and, yeah. and do some like stunt work. Yeah, just jump, do some ramp jumping. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You know, I think so. he jumped over three buses. It was a world record. And at one point, he's like on this mountain trying to get up with a bike and just leaves it. And I'm like, yeah. why don't you just take the road? Yeah. Like, there, was like, well, there was no need for you to have gone that no. way. Like, no. Completely. It was, yeah. It was, I think that's why people remember Rambo Part 2. Yeah. And I, I have a question, one other thing in this. Okay. When I'm out and I need a shirt, I like to grab a good potato sack and cut the arms <laughs> off it. Just, you know, that's what I need to, like, that's the height of fashion. Exactly. When well, you're in Vietnam. I feel like if you're in a small why, why town. Do you, why do you need a shirt at all? Why, I don't know. Obviously, you're more conspicuous wearing a, a, a potato, potato sack <laughs> with a rope tied around it than you are just walking around with no shirt on. That's very true. I don't know. Maybe this was a farming town that specialized in potatoes. He figured if you're wearing a potato sack, he looks like a bag of potatoes. Nobody will spot him. It's camouflage. Loop, come on. I'm assuming that's maybe why. But I was so dumb. I'm like, why are you wearing a potato sack? Well, then he ended up taking that off anyway. Anyway, he, he didn't even wear it the entire time. It was like, yeah, this is just scratchy. I don't like this anymore. I'll also question <laughs> All right. how he he steals that military truck at one point. Yep. And how did he drive so far with nobody to stop him? They, they had helicopters. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean the military would have brought helicopters in if they already had a helicopter handy earlier well, on. Well, it's because the helicopters were bringing in all the supplies to set up the military base they, they and the tents full, because they needed a full base. That's in right. Order to, so uh, they didn't have any. <laughs> they didn't have any extra helicopters who could chase them. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. There you go. And, like he drove around forever and then drives back into the town with the thing yeah. and like destroys everything. Yeah. <laughs> Just I was like, revenge. what is happening in this? Like, I why is this? Know. Why did this escalate so fast? <laughs> it really and... did. <laughs> but okay, so now here's now. Let, now let's bring it back around and talk about the virtues of this movie. Yeah. Okay. So the end scene, the last scene, I thought was actually really amazing. Like when he was cornered uh, by his commanding, his old commanding officer, and like. He, he was captured. He was cornered by the thing, and he broke down and was telling this story about uh, the his friend who was a soldier in Vietnam, and he had been hit by a grenade or, or something. I can't I can't remember exactly what it was. He had been like mortally wounded, right? And he was dying, and so he was telling the story about how he was trying to put him back together. And this uh, soldier was just talking about how he wanted to go home. He wanted to go home, and it was. I thought that Sylvester Stallone totally pulled that off. Like he was crying, and it like it just felt like a real story. That uh, oh, you're gonna go someplace else with this. I was just gonna say, why didn't you just tell that in the first place? Well, None there you go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you start that, right, then I would have no, cared about him. That scene was great. I'm like, why no. couldn't the rest of the movie be kind of like yes, this? Like yeah. it was, it was because um, that's that's the thing that made me care. That's the yeah. thing I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's totally tormented, and I now I understand what where he's coming from. And then it world, and then credits. <laughs> 
funny too because he's telling the story. Meanwhile, everything's blowing up behind him. Yeah. Like as he's telling it, like yeah. there's fires. And, yeah. like, he's, he's destroyed this entire he's, city. He's basically destroyed the entire town. Yeah. And it's like I, I just you know, there was some redeeming factors. I can t- I can see why it was popular at yeah. the time. Like I just I think nowadays it's hard for like a, just a full. Very, there's very few full action movies that are just straight up like people being chased and being shot at. Yeah, really work anymore. Like yeah. without a lot of like better story structure. I think. I think you're right. Um, but the uh, I can see why it did well. I th- I feel like I haven't rewatched Rambo two. I feel like it's yeah. a much better movie. I, I kind of feel like that too. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I'll wa- I'd watch it and go. Eh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I I think part of the the problem was. There was the message that they wanted to get across, but then it was also like a full blown action movie, and yeah. so you you were like, "Oh, look at those cool explosions and stuff like that." You forgot that the message was that people treated Vietnam vets so poorly. So by the time it happened, you're like, "Oh!" By the time he tells this story at the end, you're like, "Oh, right, this is not good." Like this is a- yeah. So I think if they had either decided to make it a full blown action movie, just an action movie where he comes out at the end and like, "Ah, I yeah, win yeah. victory." Or made it really clear right off the top that he was he had PTSD and he was struggling yeah. and this is you know people can't be treated this way and and that sort of thing then it, it would have had different. I, I, th- I think the police needed more reason to go after him. Yes, like I think that's the the like I think the 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 reasoning was really ambiguous and, yeah. and kind of unclear why they 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 kind of picked him out of the crowd. Like, yeah, like if he had if he had had flashbacks before. Like gotten somehow gotten violent before the police found him. Like like had a, like he encountered somebody. Like he was being and mugged. Then they t- and then picked him up. Yeah, like he was being mugged or yeah. something. And then that triggered a flashback, and he ended up killing the mugger. And yeah. then the police had to get him because he had killed this guy. And then you, but you realize at that point why he's doing this. That would have made more sense rather than just walking down the street. It just seems so <laughs> random. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, the classic still frame at the end. That's a classic eighties thing. Yeah. Where it's like. And that song, I had to look it up. It's called um, "It's a Long Road" by Dan Hill. It was the most really? cheesiest song because it, it wasn't even like an action song. No. It was like a slow song. Yeah, and it was just all of a sudden the song starts. Even my wife upstairs is like, "What song is yeah. that?" <laughs> like, it was really out of place because yeah. they didn't really have any real like music in it. No, but I, I said I felt like they needed to throw like a real song on the soundtrack that yeah. they hoped would become a hit. and yep. it never did. And, and, um, and of course, <laughs> it had to include the words "First Blood." Yes, so it say, is. Uh, <laughs> all they said to Dan Hill was make a song, make it sappy, and include the words first blood. It's so cheesy, like it's yeah. so over the top. Yeah. And then uh, but then they like they freeze on him and then the credits start rolling over yeah. top of that freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. and I, lo- I love as he's being taken away in cuffs. Exactly. Yeah, in cuffs with everybody like all the other cops surrounding him and like all the townsfolk are lining the streets like it's a parade. Yeah. <laughs> like it's this big spectacle that he's been captured. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have two redeeming values of this movie. Okay. The, well, number one is that speech at the end I yep. thought was great. Yeah. Number two, Brian Denny, he is awesome. Oh, he's, he's, he's I really so, like as him. The, as the main cop, even yes. though it, why he was doing what he was doing didn't make yeah. sense. But him as an actor yes. is like, he is so good. I think he's Like great. I just, he made that movie. If yeah. he was not in that movie, he did not play that cop. I, I would not, have bought into any of no. that. Um, the uh, I thought he was like because there was times that he was kind of jerkish at the beginning, but he, he kind of felt for him as it went through. Like, yes, he he just wanted. He kind of seemed like he just wanted to uphold the law. Yeah, but I think he just was a little overzealous in doing it. But even when he wasn't really the one that got Rambo going, because it was really no. that one guy that was the one guy in the precinct that was really like, like a jerk. Like he was the big <laughs> jerk that yeah. really took his job way too seriously. Yeah, and um, wanted he, to shave him. <laughs> yeah, he was the guy that really started, because even Brian Denny, he comes back and goes, what, what, what? what's going on? Like, yeah. What, just, just cuff him and put him in the cell. Like, it's not that big a deal. Like, yeah. And wasn't What's-His-Face in it, too, the red-haired guy? The um, He used to be on um, uh, CSI Miami. Oh, uh the guy, the uh, sunglasses guy. Yeah, like he he's in it. He's he a, young, yeah, he's a young, he's one of the young cops. Really? Yeah. I did not realize that either. Yeah, I, he's a, go back and look, <laughs> like look into some stills of it. That, that's yeah. him. Like huh. he's, I can't remember what his name is, is off the top now? of my head. Yeah, I totally know who you're talking about. Though. The one point he was talking to Rambo, he took his sunglasses. Yes. Off <laughs> and then there was a <laughs> <laughs> and he was wearing a white blazer with yeah, a yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. So there was that. So now here's the interesting thing. I watched uh, on the Blu-ray. There were some special features. Yeah. One of the special features were alternate endings. There were two. There were two alternate. Oh, really? Yeah, two alternate endings. Um, one of them was a real alternate ending, and the other one was sort of a, a, like a, an outtake. 
like a funny outtake. Yeah. But the but the real alternate ending was so at the very end, Rambo gives this impassioned speech about this soldier friend of his that he was trying to save, but he was dying, and, and Rambo is sobbing, and he's telling this to his current like the his colonel uh, who commanded his battalion or yeah, his, and he will appear. He's in all the other movies. Yeah, as Richard well, Richard Crenna played yeah. played him. Yeah, he's in the other movies as well. Yeah. So he was telling this story to him, and so in the real movie, it just. The the thing ends and Rambo gets walked away in handcuffs. In the alternate ending, he hands Richard Crenna his gun and says, you need to kill me. They're going to kill me anyway. <clears throat> I don't want them to do it. I'm going to die. This is this is the end of me. I've done bad things. I've done, I've exper- I don't want to live anymore. And if anybody's going to kill me, it's going to be you because you made me because he trained him to be right, a special yeah. ops. Yeah. He said, you made me. You need to kill me. Just do it, do it, do it. And he forces him to, to, to do it. And he's holding the gun to his to his chest. And you don't know what's going to happen. And then, boom! Yeah. And he shoots him and he kills him. Wow. And that's the end of the movie. That and, been, and been no more sequels. That would have been the end of that. And then the end shot is, <clears throat> is Rambo lying on the floor dead. Yeah. So that's literally how they were going to end the movie. And it would have been a one-off. And probably people would have totally forgotten about it. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Eh? Yeah. Like, it, or it could have been like, well, this was the greatest movie. And they'd be like, oh, we could have done sequels. And we never did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Wh- I don't know which. Obviously, one played better than the other yeah. uh, in testing. But, um, yeah. So they actually shot one that would have completely like eliminated all of the sequels and just made it a one-off. I feel like this movie, too, it started a whole trend of I, – I, I don't know 100% for a fact, but I feel like it started a trend of, like, those, like, missing in action type movies. Oh, totally. Like, like the Chuck the Norris, Chuck Norris one, stuff. Yep. And a bunch of other movies that were kind of like that where people yeah. had to go back to Nam to save people or whatever. They like, totally did. Absolutely. Well, because it was – like, that was – I mean, Vietnam ended in 1975, so this was seven years later when mm-hmm. this one happened. Um, and so it was right around the time when they could start – telling those stories again yeah. like it was far enough away from the war that they could yeah. start telling them and making them into action movies and stuff like that back so then they used to do the hashtag too soon that's right they did <laughs> yeah do you remember that that caught on yeah it, did, it caught on way later with absolutely nobody you know we, don't need, we need like an internet that we can be doing this that's on. right and start like, hashtagging like, something things. called like twitter yeah or something that we can be doing this <laughs> we'll put it off for a while you know, it'll, come around. it'll yeah, come around don't worry about it right now let's <laughs> just called up chuck norris he can tell you he can help us more yeah that's right <laughs> yeah so i think you're right i think that Rambo started a movement. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, for, for good or for bad. For so good or so for how, bad. what do you think? Does it stand up? Does I, it not stand up? I don't know. Like, it's it's interesting just because it's the origin of Rambo and Rambo's such an iconic character. So it's interesting to watch. And the ending is pretty strong. I just, I'm not sure that it's the best movie. I'm not sure that, like, I think people who saw it in the day think it's way better than it was. Right. That's. I, I, don't, I don't think it stands up. I'm going to no. put that down right now. Yeah. I, just, I just don't think. I think it's like it's a cool concept for a movie. I just think there's a lot of holes in it, and yeah. kind of it just escalated way too quickly. Like, because yeah. there's action movies that do that, but it's they're they're just a lot better. Yeah. Like, I just don't. I just think it was weird. Like, now I I think if I watch Rambo two, I'd like it a lot better because I did love one of the Rambos. I, I thought it, <laughs> I thought it was that one, but apparently no, it's Rambo two. I, I feel 2. like it's number two. And yeah. so I think that it's. Uh, I just don't think it really stands up. Like, no. I, it does in a way, but not like yeah, like you're saying. Like, I, like I, I really think if they if that had been a one one and done like one movie, it would have gotten lost in the history of movies. Like, I don't think. I think it's Rambo's only iconic because of all the sequels because he kept going back and they were like super action heavy movies yeah. lots of blood lots of killing lots of you know that sort of thing so it just it was fun for people to go and watch but i think if they had gone with that original ending and finished it i think people wouldn't be talking about Ram- rambo anymore <laughs> no I, I think it's a but yeah i yeah. it's it's definitely worth watching like yeah it's, and i can i again like i don't want to just discredit it because i think it was it had some value to it yeah. i just it didn't hold up in the way I thought yes. I remembered it, I yes. guess, is how we can say it. Yeah. Like, it just it just wasn't as interesting as I thought. I just found it a little meandering. I, I felt the exact same way. I was, it did not I was hold underwhelmed. That's a good word for it. <laughs> That's a good And this is, this is why we do the pop, pop capacitor, because, yeah. you know, there are all of these movies out there that we – that we want to see and that we've grown up with, but you haven't seen in so long, and some of them are just not as good as you think. And the problem is, it's, so, it's something like Rambo because it's so iconic. You, yeah. you feel like, and this is the problem with any geek, you feel like you have to like it. Yes. But we're saying you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> not back, to. Yeah, you can go back and like you know appreciate it. Yeah. 
for what it was. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like Rambo Two would be a much better movie. I yeah, think it's probably because they've got the, they figured out what they wanted to do. I think they they cranked the the action portion up. Yes, and it's maybe a little more cheesy in the second one, but I yeah. I think it, I would enjoy it much better. Yeah, and now. For, having said all that, I still kind of want to see Rambo: Last Blood while it's in the theater. Yeah, so why? You know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like... I'm sure it's gonna be terrible, but I, you know, I kind of want to see it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is. <laughs> well, that's the show. And if you ever have any ideas of things you want us to go back and revisit, please contact us on our socials. And I don't know what those are, but nope. it's like Loop and Larry. Just We're, go to loopandlarry.ca. You know how to get to places once yeah, once yeah. you get onto Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Loop and Larry, that's all you need to know. know. Actually, you can even put in Loop and Larry, and it still yep, comes still up. still works. So I think we're all good enough with social media now. I think my mom could find, that's find right. our, our socials if she that's had right. to. So, but it's, it's, worth, it's worth following us. We uh, we post all our promos for our new episodes on there, and we have a YouTube channel yeah, now. And, yeah. Oh, we have expanded. Oh, yeah. We're all over the the uh, social verse. <laughs> we're we're going to call this the SU. Yeah, the SU. It's, it's the, the L and L SU. <laughs> Yep. So dumb. I know. That's not a thing. But well, we're it gonna, is now. We're going to try to make it now it's like, with our spinoffs and our uh, right. prequels. The L&L and, uh, <laughs> So dumb. Well, thanks for listening. And, <laughs> and we will see you next time on Loop and Larry. Guardians of Geek. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Works on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Works off.